And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Good afternoon. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, and today we're going to be speaking with the Reverend Bob Vandenbosch about his work at Concerned Christian Ministries. Since 1993, Bob has worked with churches, families, private and home schools, and individuals concerned with the spiritual and moral direction of our nation. As we talk to him, I think the Holy Spirit will help us engage as citizen disciples in what we need to do to bless our country and, in many cases, turn it around. I'm an attorney and partner at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We're Christian attorneys that focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning to estate planning, nonprofit administration to religious freedom. You can find out more about us by going to MalkBaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com or call 312-726-1243. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and keep up to date on developments about faith and the law. Bob, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus. Thank you so much, John. It's good to be with you. Now, most of our listeners probably suspect that we begin with prayer before we even go on the air. But today, I just felt that we should all pray together, that is, you and I and our listeners can join in as we ask the Lord Jesus to bless this time. Bob, would you lead us? Absolutely. Father, we come to you, and we're looking to you to give us the wisdom that's necessary. Lord, we know that in and of ourselves, we don't have the wisdom that's necessary to face the issues that we face in this world. And so we come to you for wisdom and guidance, and we ask that your Spirit would lead as well in our conversations today uh, as we have this interview and have this time together. We pray, Lord, that it would bring honor and glory to the name of Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Bob, uh, we know you work uh, full-time for Jesus, and of course, every follower of Jesus, every disciple, works full-time with Jesus if, uh, if they're really trying to obey the commands that the Lord has given us. But how did you come to be a Jesus follower? Well, uh, I trusted Jesus Christ as my Savior back in June of 1972. Uh, I was on my way to California with some friends of mine, and uh, we stopped at uh, Expo 72, and uh, there was a message that was given there. Uh, and God t- touched my heart with verses that I had learned as a little child, uh, John 3.16, uh, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Acts 4, verse 12, which tells us there's no other way of salvation other than through Jesus Christ. And then Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9, it tells us the gift, and all of a sudden I realized I knew all about Jesus Christ. I'd never trusted him as my Savior. And so that evening, uh, June 15, 1972, I put my faith in Christ as my Savior. Uh, that's that's awesome, and a lot of people are afraid to do that because they think in their own heart 
if I do that, I'm going to end up like Bob Vandenbosch and have to be a missionary and go around and tell people about Jesus, and I'm uh, afraid of that. Has that turned out to be a horrible decision? It's turned out to be the best decision of my life. I have, you know, I have so much fun now. I tell people, people say, are you thinking about retiring? I tell them, I'm having so much fun. I wouldn't want to even think about it because I get so many opportunities, uh, both lobbying and preaching in churches and uh, talking to people. Uh, it's a joy. And, you know, when, when you're the place that God wants you to be, you can experience real joy and satisfaction in the work that you're doing. Yeah, amen. I felt the same thing. Uh, On the night I I made an adult commitment to the Lord, I kind of felt, well, this is the truth, and I need to go this direction, but my life is probably going to be over as far as as having fun or joy or or interest. It's going to be dead and boring. And boy, was I wrong. Praise (laughs) God. (laughs) Walking with the Lord is the most wonderful thing in the world. It's a continual experience, even uh, highs and lows, God is yeah. always with us. I tell young people all the time, make sure you follow after Jesus Christ and follow God's leading for your life, because God is going to give you adventures you could never, ever experience any other way. And as you started down this road, you came to a point where you decided, I need to get more involved in political issues, and you founded a group called uh, concerned Christian Americans. I, I, I believe you're now concerned Christian Ministries. Is that right? Actually, I have two different groups, uh, and I, it, actually, there was a, a old Baptist preacher, Reverend Norman Schneller, who started as Concerned Christian Americans back in the ni- in the early 1980s already. Uh, I met him when he I was pastoring a church in the western suburbs of Chicago. I had him come and speak at my church on a Sunday night, and I thought, boy, that would be exciting. And I thought, no, Bob, God called you to preach, and so I just put it out of my mind. And then a couple of years later, I went with Pastor Scudder from Quentin Road Bible Baptist Church to down to Springfield, where he was opening the Senate in prayer, and met Reverend Schneller, and we talked about it after lunch, and I said, you know, he's in bad health. Who's going to be there for him when he's gone? He said, Bob, I think you're the guy. Wow. And at that point, I said, you know, I don't think so. I said, well, name somebody. <laughs> Please, God, send someone else. Oh, and so that was on Thursday, and by Sunday night I felt convicted. Both my wife and I felt convicted that this is what God would have me to do. And so I called him back, and I said, call Reverend Schneller and tell him I'd be willing to go with him to Springfield. So he called him on Sunday night and uh, or Monday morning, and <laughs> Reverend Schneller said, I told that boy God called him to preach. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I put it out of my mind, but two weeks later he called me and said, would you come with me to Springfield? Uh, I lobbied with him for two days, and uh, that second day uh, we stopped at the stairs, uh, on the stairs between the house, uh, on the house side, between the third and the fourth floors, and he looked at me on the landing, he said, would you be my associate? I said, yes. I went down with him for five more days, and uh, then the following week on Friday, as we're driving back home, he said to me, uh, I'm leaving for Florida on Monday. On Wednesday, there's a gay rights bill in the House Judiciary Committee. I want you to testify against it. And that was the start of it. And he went down to Florida. He got leukemia. was only able to spend three more days at the legislature that year. Wow. Well, God's... And so God just raised me up at just the right time. He introduced me to everybody, and uh, God gave me an open door as a result of him. 
he passed away in 19, uh, 1995. And at that point, uh, we incorporated two different organizations, Concerned Christian America, which is a 501c4 for lobbying purposes, and then Concerned Christian Ministries, which is a 501c3, which is for educational purposes of going to churches and ministering in churches, uh, publishing newsletters, publishing articles, things like that. Well, you mentioned Springfield a couple times, so let's back up and, and help uh, the listeners understand a little more about the lobbying aspects of your ministry. Who do you who do you lobby for, and who do you lobby, and what do you try to persuade them to do? Well, my business card actually says on it, uh, Ambassador for Jesus Christ to the Illinois State Legislature. Uh, I represent Jesus Christ, first of all. My main concern is the Church to begin with, uh, but then I lobby on moral issues such as marriage, abortion, uh, anything that really has to do with biblical standards. And so those are the kind of issues that I really focus on mainly, and uh, it just uh, it keeps me quite busy. Well, <laughs> but I, I think a lot of listeners are probably scratching their head and saying, the legislature, is that any place for God? Is that any place where people are going to hear you, or are they going to just uh, close the door and say, here comes Vandenbosch, uh, tell him I'm out to lunch? The main thing that I've learned over the years is I took the advice of my predecessor who said, Bob, the most important thing you can do is learn to love the legislators. And I have learned to love the legislators. Um, I serve them as much as I possibly can and reach out to them as much as I can. I've seen legislators trust Christ as their Savior, uh, staff members, uh, members of the governor's staff, uh, other people that are lobbyists. Uh, God just gives an open door for sharing the gospel. And I think part of it is it's Springfield, Illinois, is kind of a dark place in many respects, and when there's a light, the light shines brighter in the darkness. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for turning on the lights in Springfield, or, or keeping them running, at least. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the battles that you're having right now and how the listeners can be engaged in prayer, in financial support, in uh, contacting their own legislators, and uh, educating themselves and have uh, part of the joy of, of being a disciple with you, a citizen disciple, in helping to bring out change in our society. If you have a legal need or question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243. Again, that is 312 312- Seven two six, one two four three, or at malkbaker dot com, m a u c k b a k e r dot com. Malk Baker is a Christian law firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs. Call us and mention Lawyers for Jesus for a free consultation. Again, our number is three one two seven two six. 1243 and the website is malkbaker.com This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. 
I'm John Mauck, partner of the law firm Mauck & Baker, and we're talking with Bob Vandenbosch, a lobbyist for religious freedom in Illinois. Uh, Bob, you said that you went to Springfield to bring some light uh, to lobby for religious freedom. I know Jesus was there before you got there, and I know he's been there with you. Could you please tell us a little bit about how Jesus has operated in Springfield since you started about, is it what now, 20 years ago? 25 years ago. Wow. Well, you know, when you start, there's a lot of things that you don't know. And uh, I'm glad I didn't know a lot of those things before I started, or I would have been, it would have been overwhelming. And there's been times that it has been overwhelming. Uh, but God gave, just gave us an open door. The very first year, there was a bill to do away with confidentiality of counseling in pastors. And I was the only guy opposed to that legislation. And in the end, we defeated that legislation. Um, thanks to the homeschoolers who got involved, they made just tons of telephone calls. In fact, I had one legislator tell me we had over 800 telephone calls in the Senate this week on this floor on that bill. And I was brand new. Nobody knew me. I was, I was just this preacher down there talking about the bill, and somehow the homeschoolers got a hold of it, and they started making telephone calls. And it just proves that God can raise people up, because perception becomes reality. And when they perceive that you have a big backing, a big following, and there's lots of people calling, then that becomes the reality for them, and it gives you more influence. And God opened up the doors for me there, and in the end, that bill was defeated, and we just thank God for that. But in the meantime, by the time I got through with my first year of lobbying, everybody knew who Reverend Bob was. So I can't take any credit for that. It was God that did that, and God just put it on my mind and my heart, and it was so heavy on my heart. I was pastoring a church at the time, and I just felt that that confidentiality and counseling was just vital for pastors to be able to minister effectively. Well, well, as a lawyer, it seems to me uh, I, I, every every month or so, or every couple months, uh, somebody in Springfield is coming up with some uh, crazy idea, a way to shut out the gospel, to shut down the gospel. There's a bill that passed that uh, uh, inhibits and restricts uh, counseling uh, people who have sexual confusion, for example. Right. And uh, right. uh, you and I have uh, worked together to fight against that and to litigate against that. <clears throat> but right. our listeners would like to be involved. I'm sure many people uh, here are saying, wow, there's power in unity and power in working together. How can one of our listeners who feels they want to be more engaged find out about uh, concerned Christian Americans and participate uh, with your leadership? Well, John, they can they can call our office at 847-738-7339. And, uh, you know, I'll be happy to talk to them and happy to give them information about it. Uh, we are, I currently live in Fulton, Missouri now. Uh, I'm still lobbying in Illinois. I'm still traveling and preaching. I usually preach in 40 to 60 different churches every year. Most of those are in ch- churches that are in the state of Illinois. And it uh, gives me the opportunity not only to present the gospel in different places, but it also gives me an opportunity to educate Christians on what is going on. And so, uh, you know, I, I try to keep an open enough schedule that I can get to various places. Um, 
I'm as, as a result of you know I, I'm looking and, at and you give out news videos. bulletins too. Uh, I, I get oh, absolutely. I get, we have newsletters. How do you how do you get on that list? Um, you can send an email to my email address. My email address is revbobvb at sbcglobal.net. So that's R as in Robert, E, V as in Victor, B as in boy, O, B as in boy, V as in Victor, B as in boy, at sbcglobal.net. We will have both uh, legislative updates that we do by email, and we have a newsletter that we publish every month as well. Well, I kind of I kind of like that ad, that address. I call you Reverend Bob VB instead of Bob Vandenbosch, which is a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you know that's how it all started. One of the state legislators who was in leadership in the Republican Party told me he said, "We're just going to call you Rev, Reverend Bob from now on because Vandenbosch is too hard to say." <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's, for it's... twenty five years now. I have been Rev, Bob, Reverend Bob. Okay, but if I call a legislative office and leave a message for a legislator, they'll say, Reverend Bob who? And I, I just tell them, don't worry about the last name, because if you have the last name, they won't know who I am. But if they hear Reverend Bob, they'll know who I am. <laughs> now, so, uh, now, Reverend Bob, there are some bills right now that are pending. Uh, one of them is on Governor Rauner's desk awaiting, for, awaiting his signature or veto, or, or perhaps it's being buried by... Uh, some of the liberal legislators. Uh, that's House Bill 40. Could you yes, it is. give us some background on that? Tell us uh, what it's about, why it's important, and what we can do. Well, House Bill 40 attempts to establish Roe versus Wade as being the law of the state of Illinois, so that if Roe versus Wade is overturned by the Supreme Court, Illinois will continue to have a right to abortion without restrictions. Um, it also provides that uh, medical doctors who have done abortions in the past who have uh, who have really lied about it and not really done an abortion they've done they've charged for an abortion on a woman who wasn't pregnant they can even go ahead and charge the state for abortions again under this bill uh, it also provides for Medicaid funding of abortions so the taxpayers will have to pay for abortions for people even though that they believe even though they believe that abortion itself is sin uh, it provides that uh, the state insurance plan must cover abortion for all employees, uh, and it provides for giving grants to organizations that perform abortions, such as Planned Parenthood. And so it's, very, it's a very extensive piece of legislation. Uh, there's an interesting twist that has happened to all of this, because although the next logical spot for this legislation is to land on Governor Rauner's desk, since the governor has pledged to veto the bill, uh, one of the leaders in the Senate has uh, asked for a motion to reconsider on the bill so they can hold the bill in the Senate while they try to negotiate with the governor to get the governor to sign the bill. And for this reason, I think it's important for Christians to call Governor Romer and thank him for his pledge to veto House Bill 40. And so I'm gonna, I would just encourage people to do that. Um, I don't have the telephone number for Governor Romer's office in front of me here. But uh, you can go on the website and be able to pull up the, both the office number for uh, Springfield and for the city of Chicago as well, and thank the governor for his pledge to veto House Bill 40. Okay, that's a great thing we would ask all, all, of, all of our listeners to do. By the time this airs or re-airs, um, that may be dead, but even if it's dead, the fact that we're 
contacting the governor about that it shows our intensity that we don't want to yeah. be forced to pay for the murder of unborn children. Exactly. You know, God opened up the door for me, and I ask people that to pray that God would give me favor in the eyes of legislators, favor in the eyes of the governor. And uh, God opened up the door for me to have a meeting with the governor's chief of staff to discuss this with him. And the governor's chief of staff then consequently set up a meeting two weeks later for me to meet with the governor and discuss House Bill 40 with the governor. And so uh, I'm thankful for that because, you know, I've asked, I ask people to pray for God to give me favor in the eyes of legislators and legislative leaders, the governor, and God did so. And so I, I really appreciate the leaders, uh, the, the Christian community, because I believe that we work together to be able to accomplish the work that God has. And I believe that God's, the pe- prayers of God's people make a big difference. Well, we, uh, we, we seem to be seeing that, Bob, in a couple ways. Uh, first of all, flashed on my screen, is, is the governor's office phone number, which is in Springfield, 217-782-0244, uh, to talk about House Bill 40 and thank the governor for the promised veto. That number is 217-782-0244. Now, Bob, a, a lot of believers have been concerned that Rauner is not pro-life, and he hasn't been uh, particularly pro-family in a lot of his uh, legislative decisions. Uh, right. Is that beginning to change because of prayer or because of political pressure, or uh, what is it that uh, he's now come out and said he's going to veto this horrible piece of legislation? I think it's a combination of both of those things. You know, God moves the heart of the governor as the rivers of water. He turns it whithersoever he will. I like to use the example of Cyrus. It was prophesied that Cyrus was going to send the Jews back to the promised land after 70 years of captivity. When the time came for Cyrus to send the Jews back, Cyrus did not send the Jews back to the land because he knew the prophecy was he's going to send them back after 70 years. He sent them back because of political purposes. In fact, he sent people back to all of their lands and said, rebuild your temples and pray for the life of the king and his sons. So he just did something that was politically correct, gave him favor with people, and he didn't do it for the right reasons, but he did it and fulfilled what God's plan and God's purpose was. And I believe that God does that even with those who are not believers and can work in their lives to influence them to do the things that God wants as well in these, in these cases. No, and so I, I think we have to trust God to work in that as well. Well, well, ab- absolutely. God is is working. We're trusting God, and we're participating with you absolutely. and with God. Uh, we now have the number for the governor's office in Chicago for our listeners to uh, pour out their blessings and thanks to the governor for uh, vetoing or promising to veto House Bill 40. Now, that Chicago number is 312. 312- 814-2121. That's 312-814-2121. And leave a message saying, thank you, Governor Rauner, for veto of House Bill 40. Uh, promising to do that, and if it gets on your desk, please follow through on your promises. 